one of the key characteristics of the new age or pillars of the belief system, which I totally agree with, actually, is one of the things they get right, is that the new age insists on direct experience, direct personal experience, uh, otherwise known as mysticism, rather than like, oh, you know, here's what my priest said, here's what the holy person said, I'm just going to go by that. There is a fair amount of that, it turns out, but behind that, at least, there's an idea that that um, information, uh, experience of, of the divine or of other entities or whatever, that's the par- that's of paramount importance. What I write about in the book is how that is can be totally liberating, especially if you have been bound by dogma and doctrine and so forth. But it can also be uh, an epistemological, like it's a revolving door, right? So you get you might get some information that you didn't weren't privy to before, but some of that information might just be totally, you know, as woo as you could imagine, you know. So it's it's freeing you up in a certain in a certain way, but it's also introducing this idea that oh, this is true because I feel that it's true, or I. I intuit that it's true, you know, or I had this experience and therefore it's true. I think I've talked about this in a couple of TikTok videos. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. But as soon as you start to say, you know, extrapolate from your alien encounter that aliens are, maybe this isn't a good example because of, of UFO disclosures and so forth. But if you, if you have an, uh, uh, an experience, <laughs> we've been on a whole UFO kick right yeah, now. Don't let, worry. Totally. Well, let's just say, we use a different example. Uh, uh, red dragons. You know, I saw one during my psychedelic journey the other day and you know, it's meaningful to me. It means this It's kind of like a dream. I interpret it that way. That's one thing. But as soon as you say, Holy shit, red dragons are real. Everyone should start paying attention to red dragons, you know, and if they don't, they're crazy. I mean, that that's, we've entered a whole different thing. But the other thing I want to say about- If you don't believe me, then you're not open-minded. Exactly. And, and, and that's, that's the problem. This is, this is kind of a double-edged sword of the New Age movement as a whole, right? On the one hand, it frees up people to um, investigate all kinds of spiritual traditions and philosophical traditions, pick and choose- you know, I like this from this one and I don't like this. And I like, you know, I like this, the spiritual shopping mall, it's been called sometimes criticized <laughs> for, but I actually think that's, uh, especially if you've come from, like I said, a, a more dogmatic upbringing that can be very liberating and awesome uh, to be able to like, oh, I can just investigate this, see if it works for me, see if it's true. The problem comes in, as you correctly imply, is that it really comes down to how, how people uh, how capable are they are of holding those beliefs, sometimes even disparate beliefs, uh, lightly? You know, it does it mean, like you said, if you if you don't believe in all these things that I believe in, in that are in the New Age, because there's a wide assortment of things that characterize the New Age. If you don't believe all of them, are you in, still in the club, or are you the outsider who has to be despised? I'm finding in my own yeah. experience that I'm getting a little bit of both, like from the content that I'm making. On TikTok, for example, I have people who are like, yeah, you know, they, they, they're they able to push back in a way that is respectful and that is like, oh, I, I kind of agree with you here and I don't. And then I have a whole bunch of other people who are very much on the, uh, you are a very bad person and a demon and I hate you. <laughs> it's really, it really depends. I think about that buy-in, like the, uh, the, the interview in, uh, in Ghostbusters when they're hiring the fourth guy. Do you believe in Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, the Lost City of Atlantis, you know? And he just says, like, I'll believe anything if I get a job out of it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but but that, that's, that's the test, you know, to see if you can join the club. You know, you have to, 
you have to basically just pick up the entire shelf at the metaphysical bookstore. Yes. And yes. that like all of it is, it, you know, has to be, has to be part of your, your view. Yeah. And that's not necessarily true. It's, it's not at all because a lot of these beliefs are, are directly contradictory to one yes. another and they really should be evaluated separately. Yeah. Coming from somebody who has definitely taken a tour through that, through that world as well. One thing that I find is that you get a lot of, I guess tour was, you know, that, that, that just slipped in there kind of like ahead of what I was about to say, because you get a lot of tourists, the, the people who they, they do a survey of everything and they're into this now. And then next month it's this other thing and then something else. And then there, there's a sort of fancy that they have for a few weeks and then they move on to the next thing without ever really exploring any one of these areas in in depth yeah to find that you know to to really uh to really under, try to at least take a stab at understanding it as best as we can understand anything really that is definitely one of the common uh criticisms of the new age that is leveled from especially people outside of the um the movement is the again it's the double edged sword where on the one hand you have the freedom to sample all of these things on the other hand few people go deep enough to really get to the meat of whatever philosophy they're exploring, you know, whatever um, school of thought they're investigating. It's the analogy of like uh, digging uh, a really deep hole versus digging lots and lots of small little holes that don't really lead anywhere. It's a totally valid critique and it's definitely uh, one of the defining characteristics of the new age. But all of this, I think, leads into the into the broader discussion of uh, critical thinking, which is obviously something that I value and that I am hoping to introduce into the New Age space, partly because you know there are just some beliefs that um, just don't with, withstand even the slightest you know <laughs> uh, investigation or exploration or, or questioning. They, as soon as you look into them, they, they sort of crumble. So so there's that, but but even more importantly finally coming around to the political aspect is that without the critical thinking, one is also very susceptible to being indoctrinated, especially into right-wing ideology. So this is where my politics shine through, is that part of the reason I'm motivated to do this kind of work in this You've been listening to a sample of a Wetwired Premium episode. To listen to this entire episode and to hear our entire back catalog, you can subscribe on Patreon for just $5 a month. Thank you for helping us keep Wetwired editorially independent and ad-free.